ourselves proper, uh, properly in that mirror, we, uh, God wants us to see ourselves and to see us as He sees us. Then I looked up the, the star shape of that mirror and its symbol uh, of truth, spirit, and hope. Philippians 2 and 15, it says, do everything without grumbling or arguing so that you may be become blameless, pure. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky. And I got to thinking about all of this and with what's going on today. All of the rides. That's in the Bible. God tells us it's going to be rides. He tells us uh, all the different destruction that's coming upon the earth before he can come back, before the end of time. This stuff is going to take place. And I, I said, well, okay, this is the present and the past. It's been going on ever since Cain and Abe went on. Cain killed Abe and, and the blood started crying out of the field. Jesus knew he had killed him, but uh, he tried to hide it. But Abe's blood was crying out. And that's what's going on now. Innocent people. Abe was innocent in this whole situation, all because of jealousy, all because God didn't choose him, and uh, he favored Abe because Abe gave him a better, a better gift than what his brother gave. And so he decided to take him out there in the field and kill him. And and these police was in, and just not only the police, we got black on black, we got white and a uh, white killing whites. It's just death all over the world. Innocent people's getting killed by the hands of others. Because we can't point fingers. Yes, the police are doing some killing. Yes, they are. They got this town and uh, up in Minneapolis, everybody is in an uproar. But we got to look at this thing. God's word told us it's going to do that. That's the mirror that was shaped like the star. God said, when you look at yourself, then you can see what I see. People, they don't forget about Martin's King don't get killed for trying to bring justice. We got to pray. It's peace that's got to take place. We can't just go around getting angry, wanting to burn up stuff, wanting to destroy stuff, wanting to kill people. Because if we kill people, we're not no better than the police, but than the other people that's doing the killing. Yes, it makes us angry. But we've been slaves all of our lives. And, and we're going to probably die being slaves. When, when they came up with the coronavirus and everything, and... Everybody got to wear masks. They had to wear the gloves. Uh, I was sitting in Kroger's parking lot when I heard the spirit say, y'all back in slavery. Everybody looking like each other. Walking around with masks, though. Mm. Just another trick of the enemy. And wearing gloves. We just got different color masks, but they identifying us. Classifying us with a mask on our face, putting us back in slavery. And we, we going for the okie-dokie. Mm. And now, here it is. There ain't nothing changed. That virus is still here. But now they're telling us, oh, it's okay for the parks to be open. It's okay for the mall to be open. It's okay for y'all to stop wearing your mask. Mm. You didn't kill us off with the virus that way in the beginning. So now here come deception. It don't came and rose up. Now, you want us to take the mask off so we can kill ourselves. Mm -hmm. You want us to go to the mall among all these people. You don't know who don't been around who. And, and we breathe in the same air. Come on. Touching the same things that they're touching. Now, you sending us home to die. Just a slow death. But I, I, I just got to thinking about all of that. And, and God said, look at his word. That mirror, that's the Bible. That's the Bible. And that star shape was, it's the truth. It represents the Bible and, and God's truth. Mm -hmm. 
we got to stop arguing. We got to stop grumbling. And we got to become wise. Wisdom. Proverbs teach us all about wisdom. Yes. We got to use wisdom and knowledge and stuff crazy with this thing. <laughs> Come on. And we got to start teaching our children. That's the problem. We dropped the ball. People stop teaching their children how to go to church, taking them to church, and uh, going to revivals. When we was coming up, we was in church all the time. <laughs> but no, somewhere, somehow, we decided, well, we're not going to take our kids to church all the time. We're going to do it differently than what Mama and Daddy did. Come on. But guess what? That was a mistake. I picked up the enemy. Now we got kids running around here. All they want to do is sit up and play video games. Sit up and uh, curse out their mamas and their parents and, and treat them bad. Because they don't know no better. They, don't, they have not been taught how to do these things of the Lord. They don't know what it is to, to pick up a Bible and read. Because they have not been taught. But... We got to pick that ball back up, people of God. We got to pick up that ball. And, and, and that's why these grandparents out here trying to raise their grandchildren, trying to teach them right from wrong. And, and, and we need help. We need everybody. We got to go back to that village. It took a village back then to raise kids. We got to go back to that village again. But that's what I got out of that. And I'm going to say this one last thing, and I'm going to let somebody else talk. But uh, May the 25th, God just speaks to me early in the morning. And uh, I heard, I have much concern for the sea. God started showing me in a vision, hands, arms, legs, and body floating in the sea. He said, bloodshed. Innocent blood crying out from the sea. And I began to weep in the spirit, just weeping. And, and I began to say, I hear you, Lord. I hear you. Because it was just so many souls that have been killed. And, and, and he took me all the way back to slavery when they went over to Africa, bringing these slaves over free people that then became slaves, all because they wouldn't obey and wouldn't do what they say. They chopped off their arms, they chopped off legs, they chopped off heads, they chopped off body parts, or just through the whole body over in the sea. And now, those souls are crying out. Ah, Shabakatiya, nah. They crying out, help, 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 innocent blood. But guess what? The demons that did it to these people, they might be gone. But guess what? They bloodline. That bloodline is still alive. That's why it's so much wickedness and evil still upon the earth. Because it's generational curses generation of bloodlines that don't been passed on and just pray and break these curses we got to get in the spirit we got to get back on our traveling needs where we can travel from nation to nation from country to country city to city you ain't got to get in the car because when you get on your knees and you cry out our king jesus will hear you and you can travel to anywhere he wants you to go. And you can bring deliverance. You can bring salvation. And that's what we got to get back to doing, people. Traveling on our knees. Amen. Because people have gotten away with getting down on their knees. But God's words say every tongue shall confess and every knee shall bow. Mm -hmm. and, and I want to be in that number that he say, well done, done my daughter. And we have to get back to traveling on our knees. And that's what thus said the Lord that I have received this week and last week. Amen. Amen. We thank God for you, Apostle Elizabeth. But right now I want to introduce everybody that's on 
the air, I want to introduce you to Richard Alexander, the son of Chief Apostle Dr. K.L. Williams. Hey, hey uh, everybody, How, how's everything going? Amen. God bless you, man. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm glad, glad to be here. And, uh, I, I call uh, Apostle Glenda my, my mama, my mama Glenda. <laughs> but, uh, but um, you know, I, I'm grateful to be here in God, and I'm just a uh, real quick, just want to just wanna thank everybody for being on the line and uh, just being open vessels and still practicing the, the travailing art of intercession because God needs his apostles and prophets to take back the land because so many of us has fallen by the wayside you know and just 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 real quick like you know when I when I was uh when, when my when my dad was here with me um I was uh, I was here with him as a son and I've seen so many people fall away I've seen people with intense ministries and in of the prophetic fall away to their own own lust and their own demise and refusing to address the things in the secret so that they can get deliverance and so that they can get healed and the god that i serve always told me that when you expose the thing in the dark and you put it in the light it shall be exposed and it cannot hide anywhere anymore but when you hide it away, when you keep it away, then that's the thing, that's the very thing that will control you and it will manipulate you out of your destiny. And me as a young man and as, as, a, as a son to my father, uh, Chief, Chief Apostle Dr. K. L. Williams, uh, he, he's taught me the art of warfare. He's taught me how to break uh, bloodline curses. Mm-hmm. And he's taught me how to fight and how to yield my members unto God. And that when you pray and when you intercede with the heart of repentance, with the heart of God, please restore my land. I'm coming before you, please break the bloodline curses, bring back people into true deliverance, bring back the nation into prayer. Because God said, if we unite ourselves unto him, if we bring him back into his city, into his world, into this place, God will then bring, God will bring healing to this land that we would never have seen before. Because when we cry out to the God, when we give God everything that we can desire, when we put our flesh down on the cross, when we put it down on the cross, when we let it go, and we give God that genuine praise and that worship, we will find ourselves breaking the very thing that used to control this nation. Mm. And that's why we have to get back into the apostolic and the prophetic intercession. Because until we do that, this nation will continuously be in turmoil. It will continuously have wars and rulers of wars and beings that will control and manipulate the, the, the people. It will blindside them and then there will be wolves coming after them and they will be destroyed and slaughtered. But the first thing God will do is come to the house of, of the people that he's chosen because he said, if my people are called by my name, and if they humble themselves and they repent of their wicked way, then you pray and seek myself. Then I will come and I will heal your land. And we as a nation, I'm not talking about the people on this line. I'm just saying we as a nation, as a whole, has forgotten about what true intercession is. Because I, I've learned that when you, when you intercede, you're, you're putting on the weight that does not belong to you. Sometimes, honestly, we as people, we're just too selfish. We, we're just too selfish. We just want me, 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 me. And God's like, I can't bless you like that because the blessing that God's not that that God be trying to give folks is not one that's a monetary blessing. It's a blessing that could keep on blessing your children, your children's children, the people that you're around, the people that's in your house and cause elevation, cause growth, and people still don't get it. They, they, they want God's hand, but they don't want his heart. Mm. 
they don't want his mindset they don't want his his intuition they don't want to feel god's pain and they don't want to know how god truly feels like some of us like we've forgotten about hey god how, how do you feel today how are you feeling what are you what are you thinking about Wow. And we, we we forget that God has feelings too. That's how we got feeling. Come on. I'm like, God feels what we feel, but he feels on a very intense level. That unless we choose to go behind the veil, that we will never truly see what God has planned for us. Because this flesh, this makeup, this own
so torn they said they said Ms. Little, we're torn we know what these people did was wrong we know that the rioting is wrong he said can you just pray for us that God will let us see what we're supposed to do now this is military these are military people and they know even in this situation that's going on it's going to take God so that's why I say what we're doing right now, just even with the dialogue, we are doing what needs to be done. Instead of waiting to the last minute, it's like a sugar up coke. You shake it, but instead of you waiting for it to settle, you open it up and you got a mess everywhere. So we need to remain sober, sound, and sensitive to what God is doing in this season. Pastor Lil John, I can feel you. I know you got Sunday. Uh, but that is a door open for Satan to come in. 
And I know, like you said, he find a friend that's closer than a brother. I found that in this man of God. So we're not going to prolong any more time. And he's going to be telling us some things that's going to wrap up with everything we're doing right now. He's going to talk with us about the spirit of depression. All right, bro. They have fear of being broke. They have fear of losing 
We just call them crazy. And they wrote that good. That's good. That's great. That's country. That's country. That's what they do. But like I said, you know. So, 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 so that end, you know, my thing on the day, I, 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 y'all just use my, I'm, I'm kind of halfway distracted. My, uh, my sister texted me and told me that my brother-in-law had an accident and shot himself in the hand while he was target practice. Okay. So I'm kind of halfway distracted with that, you know. But I do want to say to everybody, everybody on the line, look into your congregation. <coughs> look at the people around you. If you see that they're depressed, if you think they're depressed, sit them down. Minister to them. Because, like I said in the beginning, depression is nothing but a weapon of the devil that breeds fear and weakness. Mm-hmm. And as long as it breeds those two things, we can't move forward. Mm-hmm. It's going to be difficult to move forward. So, 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 so I admonish you and I challenge you. Look at those people. And, and if you yourself get depressed, talk to somebody. Get to somebody. Let somebody know that you need to. Right. That you need to. That you need to deal with it. Because I'm telling you, this thing is real. I, I told y'all before, and I tell y'all this why I end. I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all this why I end. I had to fight some depression back here about three months ago. I have one son. Love him to death. But my son is in a battle with himself because God has let me back up my granddad <laughs> oh, no. told me that I was number nine in a lineage of twelve and he told that my son was going to be number ten <laughs> at the age I was when he told me that Hey, I didn't believe that. I didn't finish this dude. I didn't know the old, I didn't know the old man was saying. But once I got into the ministry and I started to see things, and when I looked at my son, when my son was born, I knew exactly what he was talking about. And my son is running. I mean, my son is running like a runaway slave on Sunday morning. He's running just that fast and just that hard. And I let his running affect me to the point to where I start to get depressed about him running. Wow. And I had to step back. I had to step back. And say, God, he yours. There it is. God reminded me on the day he was born, after I counted 10 fingers and 10 toes, I went to the chapel, I prayed, I gave him back to God. God said, you gave him to me, so why you depressed? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> you, that... didn't what, you didn't did what I told you to do. You raised him in the will of the Lord. You put the word in him. Let me have him now. Mm, yeah, God. Because he can't run from me, he can't hide from me. Truth. Because I'm everywhere. Yes, he is. So let me have it. So I said that to say, depression comes in all shapes, forms, and fashion. What we have to do is, we have to have that spiritual discernment. We have to be looking for it. And we look for it. Don't run from it. But take it head on. Hey, that's my time for the night. I thank you all very much. Uh, I hope something I said helped somebody, inspired somebody, uh, gave somebody to take something with me. Amen. Amen. Thanks, bro. I appreciate you with your hard head self. But anyway, I just thank God. I thank God for my brother. And like I said, I we know, he and I know well that, you know, he battled this and we've we been there for each other. 
and and that's the thing when you got a good person to to be with you during these times and, and they ain't sending you to hell then you can you can come on with this and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something uh prophet Amy was telling me a while back and and I at first you know it made sense but when it's the way she said it she said, honey, you look at these people, everybody need a little couch time. And when she <laughs> said that. And do. And definitely do. And you, I want you to come on. I want you to come on right now. Right now. Come on with it. Come on. Come on, Amy. Good, after, good evening, everyone. <laughs> good evening. When you become depressed, or, or when you feel different spirits that are being attached to you, being sent to you, and so forth. The, the religious church has always told you, just pray about it. You know, so you can all of that. But you need to go lay on the couch. You, you can go see a psychologist, psychotherapist. You can go and see that. There is nothing wrong with going to get help, going to release your emotions. Because in the church, too many people walk around undelivered. Come on! They talk about deliverance, they get quiet. They set up. Stop setting up and help the people. They need help. Their spirits are crying for help. You can see the facial expression, the depression you see on them. Why are they coming out with depression? Why are they coming to the church and leaving back after break? Mm. Why? There cannot be. Go lay on the couch if you... When I feel I need to talk to somebody on the body to, to just be like, you know, you can pray about it, I go and do it. I don't care who does it. I hate when I was married. You don't trust God. I do have faith and I trust God, but I know what I need to go in release and peace. Yeah. And I know how to release in peace in the spirit. Sometimes you need that extra push on the couch. You need for that to be written down so you can release. Because people don't know how to release in the spirit. Mm-hmm. They don't know how because they are not equipped to. They have been trained to. They don't have the Holy Ghost. That, yeah, right but there. there's nothing wrong with going to lay on the couch and talk to someone. Right. Right. There's nothing wrong with it because too many people in the church got diarrhea up the mouth. There is no confidentiality. <laughs> confidentiality is key. It's, if they tell you to sign sign your paper for HIPAA, that still applies in the church. Uh-huh. It still that applies. No one needs to know your business. Exactly. No one needs to know all of that. If you didn't share that, you didn't get up and share that testimony or share that issue with everyone. That to be with you to the person they decided to share that with. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say it's safe to go lay on the couch. Because you don't have to worry about on the couch your stuff being leaked out. Right. Nobody's looking at you. They're stunning you. Right. And that's where you close up because you're scared to, to even say something to become delivered. That's the problem. We are undelivered. Mm. Ah, yeah. Because we're looking at what people are going to think of us. Ah, yeah. That's it. What are they going to say about me? Why don't them say that? <laughs> because you're going to be free. You're going to go home at night and lay down in perfect peace. While it. your mind is staying on him. Come on. Come on. But you're going to be in perfect peace. And people always misjudge people. Maybe you can have all the It was mm-hmm. so liberating. It was so free. 
Exactly. Exactly. When I want to lay out on the floor here, be liberated. I'm going to lay out on the floor and talk to him. Mm-hmm. Release myself. And that's one, that's one thing that people don't understand. Like the man of God said, prophetic intersection is so important. It is so important. It's and vital. And people want to pray. They want to pray their general prayer. But intercession can still it takes things, why I love I love this woman of God because like I said it's raw but it's real and I'm gonna um and I'm gonna get this definition and then we just gonna let God flow and when I talked with the apostle Elizabeth on today and I kept telling her how God had told me to start coming against the spirit of anarchy so anarchy is a state of disorder due to absence or none recognition of authority let me say, let me say that one again. 